All right, welcome to Is It 705 Yet podcast. I'm Alex here with Brandon as always. We have a long stretch of games to cover in this one, so get your popcorn ready. The Phillies sweep their first doubleheader since September 2012. Eflin throws a complete game shutout, and the kids get the play over the weekend. The bullpen pitches well for the first time this year, it seems, other than Heath Henry almost killing Vlad Jr., we go, yep, and we go over teams that scare us, the projected playoff picture, and NL East. There are only seven games left, but we're right here alongside you, so stay strong, everybody. And with that... Play ball! Play ball! Welcome to episode 16. We are getting close to the end of the regular season, Brandon. I, oh, no. I totally messed up. I didn't say I'm Alex Hagan's normal. Well, Everyone, no one's gonna know what the, uh, No one's going to know what this <laughs> podcast is. Who am I, Brandon? You are Alex Hague. Alex. And with me, as always, is Brandon Jarmuska. Brandon. Hi. We are live this once is, again. Is it 7.05 yet? Podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, this, <laughs> this is a 705 Yeah podcast. Oh, my God. Yeah, wow. What an intro. This is just going to be a great pod. Well, we got a lot to cover, so, I mean. We do. We do. Uh, Brandon is going to be crippled throughout uh, this podcast with stub toe problems. Yeah. Hurt, hurt my toe. Hurt. What was that? Hurt my toe. Ghosts in the fridge. Yeah, it is ghost fridge, which is perfect. It's a spooky season. So, uh. It's really scary stuff, Alex. Yeah, it is. So is the rest of this regular season with all the injuries that we have. So we do have one. We have five games to talk. Yeah, we have five games to talk about. Last game of the Mets series and then the four games of the the Jays series, the yeah. Buffalo Blue Jays. Yeah. So You don't want to talk about the game two of the Mets series at, at all? No, I don't. Okay. We recorded... Uh, <laughs> I don't want to talk about it because that game sucked. Uh, that's the game, game two of the Mets series that the bullpen blew it like normal uh, that we recorded during the last pod mm-hmm. on Wednesday. So we are doing this a day late. Sorry. Uh, sorry. I say, sorry. That's it. Uh, so, <laughs> but we are we are ready to rock and roll. Anything? Do you have anything to share, Brandon, before... We get into these games. I mean, there's a lot to go over. Um, I mean, I know we got it's. There's just a mess of injuries and. Basically, the Phillies need to win. Seven. At least at, they need to win this series, at least. So they need to take it three to one, uh, and then win. I would say at least one game in the Rays series. Hopefully, they can win more because hopefully they they're gonna clinch or they already did clinch maybe. Yeah, it's and, got, and they won't be playing their starters as much. But, but at the rate this is going, there's seven games left in the season. At the rate this is going, we'll probably lose at least seven more people to the injured <laughs> list. So, And we're going about uh, uh, one one person per game on the injury list for the past two weeks, it feels like. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely. Uh, we'll get in. After we talk about these games, I, I th- we're going to definitely spend some more time on the games up ahead and where where we are in the standings. Uh, right now and all the teams that we're battling it out with because they said season's coming to a close. Phillies need to end their playoff drought. I think it's been, was it nine nine years? Uh, I believe. Eight, yeah. Didn't they make it in 2012? Or is that the year they started to get bad? I think that was the year they started. No, 2012 was okay. Eight, that was, yeah. eight years? Regardless, eight or nine years. It's been too long. Yeah, that's all. Too long. That's really all that matters. The, so. Bra- the Braves and the well, I guess the Mets made it to the World Series, too. The Braves, the Mets, and the Nats have been taking control of this uh, division for the last eight years. Yeah, and we're also recording during Game 1 of the National Series, so hopefully we can stay undefeated against them for well, the rest of the year. Well, we're currently losing 2 Yeah, current, currently in the second inning. Yep, yeah, so yeah, not good. And not, Wheeler's pitching. Yeah, and his, so. yeah, his finger probably has fallen off because he did not have much control of anything in the first inning besides mm-hmm. his fastball, so... No. Uh, not, well, there was an error too was by there? Scott Kingery that uh, yeah, Nap tried to pick off right, right. I say so. We'll we'll 
Well, I'm sure we'll give you some input on what's happening in the game throughout this podcast. You know, you'll probably listen to this podcast after the game's over anyways. Yep, or tomorrow. Or tomorrow. Or never. Or you are, so. most likely never. <laughs> All right. So, game three of the Mets series. Uh, once again, the Mets series just does not go well for the Phillies. Nope. Um, they lose 10-6. to six. Uh, It was an Aaron Nola game. Thought, you know, Aaron Nola game that he would win. He'd want to bounce back from his previous start that he had against the Mets, which was not good when he, they faced Jacob DeGrom. Yep. And, uh... Well, yeah. I would like to point out that it's the ump's fault that we <laughs> lost this game, Alex. I, I mean, it's the umps have been terrible. The umps have been terrible, even in this game that we're watching right now. Uh, although we just got a walk, so that's a good thing, I guess. Um, but I mean, yeah, Aaron Nola. I think it was a first inning. He gave up three three runs, so definitely not his best start, but not his worst start. Um, he gave up five run runs. Well, three in the first inning, I, oh. I believe. Oh, I gotcha. Yep, um, yep, yep. But then in the fifth inning, I, I think, I think it was the fifth of the sixth, in- sixth inning, he should have struck out Pete Alonso, and like he, he, like the ump didn't call a strike, and then the very next pitch, Pete Alonso crushes it and gives up another run, so it's four whatever at that point. But my point is, like, the umps just fucking suck. Yeah. I, I hate that it, so it, much. It's, been, it's not just the Phillies this year. Like, it's been throughout baseball that everyone's been complaining. I don't know if it's, like, I think we, t- we talked about it before the regular season began, the 60-game regular season began on our podcast. I know we touched upon it where we are like, you know, I'm not in favor of robotic umps or anything like yeah. that um, at all. I'm still not, but I don't know if it's just. They could get, the, like, like, an I assist or something. For, like, the really close yeah, I, ones? Yeah, I mean, I don't know why the umps are so bad, like, this season. I don't know if it's them lack of practice or if they're just I mean, trying to get through the, like, they're trying to get through it as well. I mean, it's just not, maybe maybe we notice it more because it's uh, only a 60-game season. Well, also the boxes there, that, that that's only been there for the last couple of years. Yeah. So maybe they need to just take that away and then we are kind of, like, blind to whatever is a, I mean, anything close could be a str- I don't know. It Yeah. It's a touchy subject for, for us. It is. Yeah, yeah. I mean I I definitely still prefer having the umpires, but I don't know. Yeah. And they've been horrendous this yeah. year. Well I mean I mean they can you can replay the like if they, if it's an out at a bag or or yeah. whatever. Well it's just like this umpire call right now in the Nationals game. They said he was out, but he's totally safe. They're gonna win this review. Yeah. They're going to win this review. But yeah, there we so, go, another blow call. But, but yeah, it's just, I mean, it, it makes the game so much longer, too, because yeah. um, I have in the notes here that this this game that Nola started was was the longest game of the stretch of games that we're going to be covering because Nola would, would be so close to, like, getting out of an inning or, like, striking somebody yeah, out. Yeah, a lot of walks. Yeah. It, a lot it, of walks. It would be a lot of, like, full... Actually, like, I think he was ahead in the count a lot of the times, and then he would throw a pitch that should have been a strike but they didn't call it a strike and then the at bat just got longer yeah. so it just makes the game so much longer yeah yeah it was it, it wasn't a fun game i mean something fun about the game though uh mickey moniak got his first start uh only his second game in the in the big leagues he got his first start in left field yep i mean which before the season started i mean who would have thought that you would be saying mickey moniak got his first start <laughs> For the Phillies in 2020, yeah. because he wasn't even in the 40-man player pool in Lehigh Valley to start oh, really? the season. So, like, I gotta pay more attention to that. I gotta become like you this this yeah, offseason. Like he wasn't. <laughs> yeah, it's not a good thing. Uh, <laughs> but like he hasn't wasn't even in the Lehigh Valley for the 40-man player pool. So like for him to be called up, and then you know Rafael Marchand, who has been uh, called up, and he's been starting some games as well. Mm-hmm. They're both you said you said they're both 21 years old, right? Yes. Yeah, that's, well, you said you said Marshawn. Yeah, Marshawn's twenty one. I didn't know that, but I know Mickey is twenty one. Yeah, so. as which it's crazy. I mean, Mickey he was drafted first overall for everyone you know who doesn't know that he was the first and, pick overall in twenty sixteen. Yeah. Um, he has not panned out as a normal first round pick so far. But the big thing is he is twenty one. But it's so weird this season that like so many all, so many young guys like the let the, like the Mets series. I look I've. We're done talking about the Mets. I don't want to talk about the Mets series because well, I think the Blue Jays series was fun. Even though you know, we took three or four of the Blue Jays series because, like, 
with all the injuries that we have, the, the kids got to play. So you got yeah. you got Nat week, playing. You got, kind of yeah, you got Nat playing. You got Marshawn playing. You got Moniac playing. You got Bohm playing. You had Adonis Medina mm-hmm. uh, making his first start. You know, they lost that game, yeah. but, you know, he's still making his first start. He settled down. He, he had a rough I didn't get first to watch. couple innings. I, yeah, I did not get to we'll watch. We'll get into so. that. But, yeah. he, he but it's, right. that's exciting stuff. When you're, I, we're used to the Phillies organization letting the, I mean, we have, yeah, I think we had Spencer Howard and Alec Bohm as well this season as yeah. well start in the big leagues. So that's five or six. Well, Connor Brogdon, his first big league, um, Jojo Romero. So there's been like seven or eight, I think it is, uh, first big league games this season, which, I mean, in a 60-game season, I guess it's all about depth. And, you know, so far the Phillies are doing okay. It was nice, like I said, in the Jays series, we went three of four, uh, seeing some of these young guys contribute, like Marshawn with his big three-run home run, which we'll get into. Yep. Um, you know, like I said, Mickey Moniak, Jojo Romero had a bad game, uh, finally. But it was I'm excited for the young guys moving forward because used to the Phillies organization, like, oh, 21 years old, you need another six years in the minor leagues. Like, they, they're they notorious for not bringing young guys up. Yeah, like McAble. Yeah, like, fuck. <laughs> I mean, at this point, there might be a chance McAble comes up and pitches. I mean, it looks like Zach Wheeler, I bet you, might be out of this game in the first couple innings, and I'm sure afterwards they'll be like, broken fingernail. Out I mean, for the season. I mean, I'm not rooting for his fingernail to fall off, but I mean, if it does, we may actually be able to see. Uh, I mean, hell, like I said, Abel at this, this point, year. Uh, who, who fucking knows? Because, like I said, the way injuries have been going, it's not good. You might get your wish. If Mick Abel comes to the big leagues this year, we're winning the that World Series. Like a, that would be like a record, wouldn't it? Like the youngest uh, pitcher to it, start, 18 it, years old? No, because, no, Julio Urias. Whatever the Dodgers kid name is, he started eighteen or nineteen. Oh, did he? Uh, yeah. Then he then he got surgery. He was out for like a year, but now he's back again. But I mean, he won't be up. But I mean, there's a better chance now than there definitely was earlier in the season for this guy to come up. Yeah. It's been one crazy ride so I, far this season. I will say, I I mean, you can kind of tell with how we're talking about the kids. Yeah. Like I love watching them play. Like they. Yep. They look like they want. I mean, not that Bryce doesn't want to be like he. You've seen him in games where like he right. does well and like he brings the Phillies back from like like losing by like three or whatever. Well, yeah, I mean, Bryce really ain't that old. He's, he's not, twenty he's seven not that or twenty eight, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's either, I, so he's twenty seven think... or twenty eight, but the like with as you said with Bryce, so he's he's one player that is so in touch with the farm system in Philadelphia, like. He knows who these young guys are. He's just not a big leaguer who doesn't pay attention to their farm system. Like, yeah. if you ask him, I'm sure he can give you scouting reports on all the young players who did come up. Mm-hmm. Like, he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. So, like, because he kn- he's going to be there for 13 years. Yeah. He has well, to know who's going to be coming up. Right. You know, he's going to see a majority of the people who are in, like, low A or aren't even drafted yet. Yeah. Like, he's here for another t- well, well, 12 when Mick, years when now. When Nick Abel got drafted, he, he reached out to him, like, because they'll see him in four or five years, probably. Right, right. So he's being a team player. With all these injuries, maybe next year. And and that makes me feel great because, I mean, you can kind of, you can tell that Bryce is here for the long haul. Yeah. I mean, if we don't sign JT, it's going to be a little weird. Nah, he's, I mean, even if they don't sign JT. But, I mean, he sees the talent that we, like, with Marshawn. Wow. And and that. Greg Murphy's on the TV. Is there a delay? What's happening? I don't know, but I just love me some Greg Murphy. Yeah, NBC, I hope, fuck you for firing him after this season. Yeah, I, ho- I hope Piece some. Of shit. I hope somehow he cut that out. Sorry, language. <laughs> I hope somehow he comes back, or that they can bring him back. Some, I, I, I don't know how they would, but I don't know. He's looking dashing right now. Yeah, no, he's kind of got the same. Yeah, yeah, you guys are want. kind of matching. Well, he, he's got a polo on. I got this. Yeah, vest it's kind on. of matching. Shout out Father's Day games. Shout out. High hopes. Let's win it for Harry. Yep. This barely fits me. I wore this during the 2008 playoff run. I wore it to the stadium. We'll never forget. Mr. Harry tells himself. I lost where we were at, Brandon. We were talking about the kids. Yeah, we were talking I about got kids. distracted. Well, we Greg about Murphy came on TV. We were talking about Bryce, Bryce being a team player, and I said something about JT not maybe not being signed if it gets a little weird. But... Even if he doesn't get signed, yes, Klintak will look like an idiot. Which Klintak's is, going to be fired. Which is great. I think he's going to be fired. But um, also, we have Marshawn. 
and we have Andrew Knapp. Not that like they're JT caliber, right? But yeah. But if if it comes to that, I feel like we'll be okay. If it if it comes down to that, if it comes down to getting relief pitching versus signing JT, what is better for this ball club at this point? Are you asking me? I'm asking you. Because yes. I'm not mentally prepared for this question. Oh, okay. Well, maybe we'll. But get, now I'm ready. Maybe we'll get I'm to already, it at the end. No, because I've been thinking, we got a lot I, of games been, to go through. I eat, sleep, and breathe Phillies baseball, Brandon. So you think I have not thought about this fucking question already? Well, they talked about pretty it on sure the post game take, the other night. And I was pretty like, sure I took oh, a shit before wow. this podcast. You know what I was thinking about? That exact, that exact damn thing. <laughs> so, true story. Um, God, we're, I'm going to have to do a lot of work cutting I, things out of this episode. Jesus. Oh, uh, yeah, sorry. I've only had one beer. Um, wow. Uh, I feel like I need. Was, to, I know, but I feel like I, I feel like my answer I need to save for like our first off season, off season right, podcast. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll save it. I'll write it down. I'm writing it down say right this. now. I will say this. Yeah, write it down. Write it down. JT or bullpen? Yeah, there's gonna there's got to be some good questions. Uh, I'm excited for the off. Uh, I mean, the season's not even over yet, but man, am I excited for the off season. Well, I mean, if we lose any more games, we might. Be headed towards the offseason early. So. Let me say this. Let me say this. Nappy Boy has performed well. Yes. He has, he has performed very well. Mm-hmm. In a small sample size, though. Right. There's my teaser. There's my teaser. Yeah, he's, he's, definitely, he's definitely not JT. Marshawn is definitely not JT. But, I mean, we he got hurt, too. So, I mean, there's a bunch of games that JT's not playing right now that he could be showing us that he is... I mean, he yeah. is worth the money. It the injury it's is a lot just of money. Scary. It's it a is a lot of money. money but. but you almost feel forced. Oh, I can't get into it. Like, so that's an off-season pod question. Right. I'm sure we'll be there in seven games. Yeah. All right. Double game one. Double Blue Jays. Yes. Double Friday. Last Friday. Game one. Uh, so Zach Eflin complete game shutout. Seven innings pitched. Four hits. Two walks. Nine strikeouts. Lowers ERA down to four point two eight. He yep. looked in command. He had 95 total pitches, uh, 59 for strikes. You know, could have a better ball strike ratio there. Um, yeah, but that just shows that, like, even it stinks. Even the ones that it stinks. It is a 60 game season for him, in my opinion, because, like, I. Ah, oh, fuck. Um, it's <laughs> oh, this game. Uh, stinks. It is a 60 game season for Zach Eflin, because. I think with him underneath Brian Price and, like, you know, he was injured going to spring training a little bit and then back into summer camp he didn't pitch much. So, like, I think he's finally getting his feet wet. I mean, he's had about seven or eight starts, you know, under Brian Price, and I think, like, he's he had some good flashes. But, you know, if, if there was a real 162-game season, like, we're not even half – like, 60 games isn't even half a normal season – I think you could definitely see Zach Eflin like a second half of the season, like after the All Star break, you know, type performance where his ERA is around three or under three for like a second half of the season. Um, but yeah. I, I still think Zach Eflin's going to be a big part of the future. Um, I mean, he had a, a couple of, I think, shaky games. I think he's going to be a number four or five starter. I don't. He'll never make. He's never. He's never going to be a number three starter. But as you can see, the Phillies are going to need depth come the offseason in the starting pitching department because Spencer Howard probably not going to pitch a full season next year again, um, especially with these injuries he's been having with the shoulder fatigue over the past two years. Uh, but Zach Eflin's going to be an important piece moving forward. But, you know, he hell of a game, really stepped up. Yep. Uh, Bryce Harper kind of carrying the team all of a sudden again. Uh, he's he back. A, he's back, baby. Well, uh, and his back hurts, <laughs> which we'll get into as well. <laughs> Uh, he's yeah, he's carrying. That's well, why my, his back, back hurts. hurts. Yeah, <laughs> but he hit a home run. He hit a home run in the last game of the Mets series. But like I said, game one, uh, he hit a home run. It was a bomb. Was that the one straight away center? No, that was the one to right field where it hit the top of the third deck. I mean, it hit the th- uh, like the third r- third yeah. deck. They hit the sign. Which like, game did he hit season. two in? That was, I thought that was a part of the the Blue Jays series, or maybe I, there's too many games. 
I mean, it's only 60 games this season, but there's too many games. Yeah, as it regards, when he, it was when he had the two-home run game, which I actually do think it was that game. Yeah, because he hit one straight away. Because that's the one I was able to watch one, for the most part. He went straight away, and then he hit that bomb yeah. that went, that hit the third deck, like the... Yeah, front, regardless, he's, he's making contact, and it is nice. It's good to see that happening again. What does that say there? Now look back AF <laughs> in this... With the second home run in as many games, so yep. there it was. Uh, but everyone looked really good um, in, in the game. Uh, I mean, it was all around good defense, good pitching, yep. good uh, good clutch hitting. Um, you know, everything went really well. Yep. I liked it. it. Was really quick, easy game, exactly what they needed because game two of the Blue Jays doubleheader. Well, before before we get into game two, I just want to say that the media. Not oh, to make fuck, this a media episode, but now. do you listen to some of the questions that they asked these players? Like, when they were asking Zach Eflin, and I think they were asking Vinny in the third game. Like, they, they asked them questions that will jinx the team. Ah, so this is the media's and fault. I, no, no, no. I'm just saying, like, these questions are so dumb because, like, they know the answer, but they want to ask it, and I'm like, why are you asking them this? Like... This is going to, like, make so them hope, think about something else. They're hoping they get, and, you know, they got to write articles. They need content. But, like... But just they, wait till we start writing articles. Yeah, for... for is that MLB Nation, No, for our Facebook page. Oh, for our which Facebook page. Follow us on our Facebook too. page. Yeah, follow us. Yeah, follow is us. Is it 705 yet? Podcast. Podcast. Question mark. Question mark. But they... Somebody asked Eflin, like, if they all go out... Like, all the starters go out there wanting to pitch a complete game. And it's like... You know the fucking answer. Yes. Of course I they think, go out I there and they're like, I'm going to... They're probably even more so asking those questions because I've been hearing it. I mean, they have to ask it, but well, like, well, it's they're more, stupid. Well, they're more... <laughs> yeah, well, I think they're more so asking those questions because they the the starters need to pit, pitch a complete game because the bullpen is so well, terrible. That well, they're yeah, like, but, do you feel like you need to pitch it? I think they're asking more so of they're hoping Zach Eflin will throw the bullpen under the bus. Uh, be like... Yeah, yeah, we need to put pitch a uh, complete game because I'm afraid if I give it to the bullpen, they'll well, just blow blow the wind. Well, he answered it perfectly because yeah, he, I mean, he said there, he said no better. If you're a starting pitcher and you're not looking to go a complete game, then you shouldn't be a starting pitcher. Right. So like he he answered it. I I, I love him. He I, yeah. I, I like I him a lot. I think he's gonna do well. He also um kind of looks like Guido a little bit. He does have a little Guido in him. <laughs> I'm trying to think of his voice reminds me of though. Kind of like you wouldn't match his voice with him. Yeah, it's kind of a little bit higher pitch. Like, um, like if you got kicked in the nuts type of thing. Maybe. It was yeah. A, yeah. I don't know. Just not remind, to not it, to it, bring it, up Jose Alvarez or anything, but <laughs> like that's probably what Jose Alvarez sounds like now. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Oh <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Guy. Game two of the doubleheader. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, game two. I thought it was a Going fun game. A yeah, game two was a fun game in my opinion, except for my favorite player, Joe J. Romero, did not have a good game. Mm-hmm. But uh, Phillies end up winning this one 8-7. This one, uh, we'll call it the winner for the kids game because the kids really came out clutch. They did. Uh, in this game, it was a lot of fun. Uh, bullpen game, that's why Zach Eflin going complete game in the game one of the doubleheader was so important. Mm-hmm. But David Hale. He got the start. It went three and a third, four hits, two yeah, earned run, one strikeout, and lowered his ERA down to three point nine four. He pitched very well. Yeah, he did. He that I was able to pick up this game after David Hale went out. Like literally as soon as JoJo Romero came in. So <laughs> I might you started texting me. Uh, I yeah, I might have jinxed it, but JoJo <laughs> JoJo came in right after that, and uh, I don't know. Maybe the fame got to him, as say with his you know his Red Bull. Stuff, ah! but uh, it's quite it's quite disappointing uh, to see that happen with JoJo. He only went a third inning, three hits, three in runs, and his ERA shot up to five point five. Yeah, it's empty. I think five point five nine ERA. Uh, well, at least it's empty now. Uh, but you know, uh, you're, he didn't have control. He was up in the zone a lot. He's young. Um, Unfortunately, in the bullpen, like if you have one bad game, your ERA is going to skyrocket because you're not pitching in a third inning. Yeah, inning or two or at the most. Um, so, still love JoJo. Uh, I think he's a gem that they were able to find this season, uh, either for the bullpen in the future, or honestly, I think they're going to give him a shot 
at starting rotation next year. We were talking uh, about that. Which, but they do need to still sign people, which I can't really wait for these off-season pods and these free agent signing yeah. class. I got some hot takes. Yeah. Pandemic group. Speaking of off-season, we would like to get you guys on for the off-season. I don't know what your plans are or if you're even listening right now, but we would love to have you guys on along with a lot of other people. Yep. Yep. <laughs> don't know who people. yet, but... <laughs> Time to reach out to the minor league crew and say hopefully minor league uh, season will be back full season next year. Yeah. And I say because minor league season, you know, like Reading Phil's, you know, they're desperately going to need, you know... The revenue, yeah, because right, they don't have TV deals, which sucks yeah. for them. So did did I did I see they came out with the schedule for next year, like the full schedule, and they were going to start in April. They or started. They came out with the, like the spring normal? training. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's starting. So far, it's starting like normal. They're not okay. going to put out otherwise. They're going to start like normal. If I mean, anything, even if, even if they do this, like what well, they've they'll been doing, they'll do it like normal in spring training. The only thing that potentially won't be normal is they won't have fans. Right. But if it's up the MLB, if it's up to Florida, Florida's going to allow them to have fans most likely. Unless something crazy happens until then, but uh, who knows. But, I mean, as yeah. far as, like, the it's schedule goes. still a few goes, months away. Hopefully there's a vaccine. Hopefully things get better. Yeah. So. As, far, as far as the schedule goes, I haven't looked at it. I don't know if they're playing any other teams right. outside of the East divisions. But even if they do it the way it's that like they've a normal, been doing it's without like the, fans, I it's think their normal, be fine. It's their normal spring training how it would I mean, normally like, go. No, schedule I mean like wise. the normal schedule, like the season schedule. I don't think they released that. Oh, they didn't? I no. thought they did. I so you're saying it's just the spring. Even if they do, they're going to release it as 100. I think 100%, I honestly think 100% next year uh, it's going to be a 162-game season. Mm-hmm. The only reason it wouldn't be is some collective bargaining agreement or mm-hmm. changes or something along those lines just because of problems this year. But I, I really do think it's going to be 162 games next year. Yeah. I think they'll travel think the country and everything. Yeah. And uh, they'll play, you know, away games in LA, so on and so forth. They won't just stick to the East Coast yeah. at I'm all. Sure, I'm and I sure say the only thing will change is will there be fans or not. I think there will be I know I'm hundred percent positive there'll be fans at some at least capacity. Like 50%, yeah. yeah. It depends. Some states might be different where they, you know, limit twenty five, fifty, like you said. Yeah. But I do think I think there'll be many states where it is hundred percent fan participation. Yeah. I mean Football, NFL's doing it right now. Yeah, they're doing so, some different states or percentage differences. Depending on how that goes, we yeah. might even see fans in the playoffs. I don't think they're going to because no. they're doing a bubble now in uh, Texas. Oh, I did see that, yep. yeah. They're doing the bubble in Texas, which we can get into in the next podcast, Yeah, uh, which will have a little bit in, better indication on where the Phillies stand if they're going to be in the playoffs. Yep. So, um, but yeah, game two, bullpen game. Uh, like I said, this was the let the kids play game. JoJo, not so great. Uh, Phelps has had three or four good outings in a row, so maybe yeah. he's turning the corner. Uh, yeah, I don't think he's great. given up a run, maybe like one hit. Yep. Uh, Hembry, uh, sucks. Get him off the freaking team. Hey, it's, oh. God, Boston Red Sox. He almost hey. killed Vlad Jr. Yeah, Boston Red Sox I'm really fucked us over. Brandon Ward did it. Heath Hembry. Did I see Pavetta's Give me his... Nick Pavetta back. Did I see he's making his first start against, uh... Who they playing? The Orioles. Maybe I don't know. I tomorrow I, maybe. I, I, I think Jim Salisbury said something on Twitter about that, and I yeah. was like, "Really? Yeah. <laughs> they must be desperate <laughs> yeah. for starters." Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, though, Nick Vetta probably would perform better than Brandon Workman and Heath Embry. Yeah. Uh, so far this season. Speaking, speaking of Brandon Workman, he, I, I trust him as a closer if we have three or more runs. That's it. Yeah, you need about three <laughs> runs. Like. Hembry, yep. I don't trust him at all nope. at this point. Nope. Not Work, Workman's close. on a short leash. Yep. Phelps has been showing that he can he can be a, okay, or or the guy that we thought he was. Um, trying to think of other guys. Well, it's probably just Hembry that I. Yeah, it's it's Hembry and terrible. and Workman that is killing this bullpen. Yeah. It would be it would be so nice. I wish Jose Alvarez didn't get hit in the nuts. Yeah. He's our best bullpen yeah, pitcher. Yeah, it, it might be a little different. Yeah, I think with, things with are definitely because he can he can pitch an inning or, or two innings. So I think he be and with sixty game season, you can use your relievers a lot more than you normally would in one hundred sixty two. Yeah. So is he going to be back for the playoffs or not? There's he's definitely out for the rest of the regular season. Is what they said. Uh, they haven't given an update for the playoffs yet. But focus got to actually make the playoffs first. Yeah. But uh, some firsts in this game, which is what I, I loved about it with the kids. 
Uh, Mickey Moniak had his first major league hit. Yes, he did. Uh, which is awesome. And Rafael Marchand, like you said, he's the catcher. I was uh, watching play-by-play at this time because I was upstairs getting the kids to bed. And all of a sudden, I see uh, the bases clear when Marshawn was up, and it says Marshawn three-run homer. I threw my phone. I was like, "No way!" I was watching this no game, way. and I, like every time something like that happened, like when he hit that home run, I was like, my wife was like sleeping right next to me, and I was just like, <laughs> I was like I see, "Oh my god!" I see, well, it's it's even more exciting because with Marshawn, he has never hit a home run in his professional career. Yeah. That's insane. So, like, we're not talking high school and stuff like that, but throughout, when he got signed, he has not hit a home run yet. Mm-hmm. As saying, he, he we're down 5-2, I believe it was, and he goes and gets a three-run bomb as they into the se- uh, seats yeah, what, in right field. What was it? It was. I think it was 5-2 at this? the time. Uh, this is game two of the J-Series. So, congrats to Rafael Marchand. Uh, he's going to – you're going to see this kid in the future for next – I'm sure you'll see him next year because of injuries. Yeah, we were down five to two in the fourth. Yep. Yeah, I'm sure you'll see Marsh. I'm sure you'll see Marshawn next year because of any injuries to JT or uh, Andrew Knapp. Uh, but I think he'll spend most of his time in the minors next year because he's still super young and needs more experience. Yeah. Uh, long term, but uh, exciting, exciting prospect for the Phillies uh, in the next three to four years. Um, I think he's going to be a really good catcher for him. Yeah. Uh, Chooch 2.0 maybe. Who knows? Uh, That's what they were saying. Yeah. Chooch 2.0, but yeah, some great uh, first. Um, they go back down because the bullpen, you know, messes up again. But then Harper <laughs> hits a two-run, well, almost Should've three, been a home al- run. almost a three-run bomb. Yeah, and but he hits that two-run double uh, off the top of the center field wall, left center field wall, and uh, scores two. Alec Bohm still performing. Did, um, we, did we take the lead at that point, or did somebody? Was there another hit after that? Uh, we took the lead. That, there's a hit after that as well. Yeah, there that was scored a, a run. Yeah, yeah, that scored Bryce Harper. And I say there was a hit after that. Um, I mean, regardless, I it was Bohm. Yeah, Maybe. I believe it was Bohm because he had an RBI. Uh, but I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, I regardless, it was a yeah, it was a really really fun game. Alec Bohm's performing well. Marshawn, like it was just cool seeing all the young guys win a game like that. Yeah, like, I think I feel like the Phillies needed it. I really wish these last two series that we're playing of the season were at home because they've been playing yeah. so much better at home. They seem to have more fun because yeah, people like record? the Fandemic crew and the, like all the cutouts in the stand. I think makes such a huge difference. Like yeah, yeah, they're fucking, yeah the Nationals terrible. The Nationals away. have zero cutouts. Like oh, they the Phillies organization has done a great job. They have with the fan. Like I, I mean they they said it on the broadcast that it actually looks like fans are there, but they. And and they might have just been saying that, but like it seriously looks like. I'm sure it other makes than, a difference. Other than people going like actually like moving. Yeah. And, I'm like, sure. Talking, it, I honestly, I'm sure it makes a difference for the Phillies. Yeah. I'm sure it's and a lot more fun. And everything. Yeah, the air horns yelling from the crew and everything. It, it, I'm sure it makes <laughs> a big difference for them. So. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, you know. Hopefully. Uh, also, um, with with these, this double header, it, it's the first double header sweep. Yes. Since. September of 2012. Yeah. So, pretty that, bad. That might have, like we were saying, like it might have also been the last time we made the playoffs. Like maybe it's just turn of the page, you know? Is it another bad call? Oh God, Roman Quinn is going to get ejected from this game. Sorry. Stand by. And oh, he's yeah, gone. He just got thrown out. And he's gone. All right, let's see the replay here. It was uh, another umpire bad bad call. Uh, so you know, typical. Typical umpires this year, a little salty, and Roman Quinn was arguing balls and strikes, which you can't do. Um, but, I mean, these umpires have been so terrible. Now Joe Girardi's out there arguing with the umps currently, and well, Joe Girardi was just tossed. It's, it's good It's good uh, to see Joe getting out there. I, yeah, I like we got that. some tossed salads going on today. Oh, he's pissed. He, uh, he's pissed. He he's pulling his pulled mask. his mask down and was calling him. All right, let's see this replay. What, big what words. What kind of call was this? Big words, everybody. Wow. Uh, it definitely wasn't a strike. Oh, my. Uh, it wasn't a strike. I mean, I mean, it's close, but, I mean. A strike. It, it's close, but the way the umpires have been this season, like, Crux said it so many times. Like, how do you know what is a ball and what's a strike? So the only thing that sucks now is Rowan Quinn's out of the game, which is an outfielder. Bryce Harper's DH him because of his lower back injury. Pretty sure Mickey Monia yeah. they it, sent down. 
Oh, did? I'm pretty sure Mickey really? Moniac's back down again. Well, uh, fly, I could be fly wrong. Him, fly him to Washington. Real yeah, quick. so Mickey Moniac, get your ass on. Uh, on Make your down, way to Washington. Yeah, get your ass to Washington quick. So they'll probably send him there. I'm yeah. Sure. Hey, well, I mean Joe Girardi, Roman Quinn toss. Hopefully the flight to fire. Yeah. Down two nothing still top third. So but, uh, let's go Phillies. But let's not talk about the negativity with. The yeah. Back to back game. to the podcast. But I know you didn't see the post game pregame in between the doubleheader, but there was a different vibe with Zach Eflin's complete game shutout. Um, the post game and like the start of uh the game two um it, it was just it was just like it's our first first doubleheader sweep i it, mean it, it was and it was just like a, a much different vibe like ricky b and michael b just like going back and forth like they looked like they were having such a good time like talking about the games and like these kids coming up and, and playing like let the kids play yeah and then um i think they were saying about like this is one of the only times that you'll Get a post game that precedes a, a pre game, and they only want to see more Ricky B. And then Ricky Ricky Batalico was like, "No, they want to see more Michael B. Lager up, <laughs> Lager <laughs> so up." Just laughing yeah. so hard. Ricky, it was I so love, funny. It was just a different yeah, vibe. It Ricky great. is hilarious. It yeah, was great. it's fun watching the kids win. Yeah, uh, it's it's definitely fun. But uh, the moves to game three of the J series, which uh, Vinny V. He loggered up. Yeah, he uh, did. Six innings pitch, two hits, one earned run, three walks, six strikeouts, one home run. Uh, ERA, not good still. Probably uh, but than he Jake's. A, yeah, it probably is better than Jake's. Uh, <laughs> uh, 104 total pitches. So uh, he does the job that we need him to do. Phillies end up winning this game 3-1. Yep. to one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blake Parker, David Phelps, and Tommy Hunter, uh, clutch. Uh, had a great – had a perfect bullpen yep, game. Had a, yeah, it was a great bullpen game. That's how – games normally should go like we shouldn't yeah. even be like we shouldn't be as excited as we are about it but the bullpen's <laughs> been that bad we're not used to having and, a actual game end like this and the phillies should be what 30 they should have the same record as the dodgers right now if not for the bullpen or better they probably yeah probably not as good as the dodgers but not not far behind them at least not far behind them but um but it was a andrew, great game andrew knapp had a, a good game He's been hitting well all season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's underrated on how well Andrew Knapp has been uh, playing so far this year, especially after, like, literally every single person in Philadelphia last year was like, please get Andrew Knapp out of Philadelphia. Like he I was, liked him last year. He was. I think I said I, it to you. Yeah, um, well, you remember, Andrew, but... well, Andrew Knapp, I'm pretty sure, was rated as, like, the worst position player offensively in all of baseball mm-hmm. last year. He was, he was up there. He was, he was pretty bad. But, I liked him just because he was like he's a farm system guy. So yep, and, exactly. They drafted him second round, I believe it was, uh, back in like 2014, mm-hmm. 2013. So he's you know he came up through the system, as Brandon said, and he had a bad year. I mean, thankfully for him and his career, if he would have done terrible so far this year, I don't think he'd be on oh, no. B team or on no. A team in general uh, next, next year. year. Yeah. Uh, so good for him. He's solidified himself, I'm sure, as another year on the Phillies yeah, at least. At least a backup catcher for sure. Oh yeah, he's as long as we sign JT. Yeah, sign, which, which they, is uh, where that question came from yep. because of this game, because of how well Andrew Knapp stepped in and played. Yeah, but I mean, you have much bigger sample size with JT Real Muto yeah. than you do Andrew Knapp. So yeah. uh, I think Andrew mm-hmm. Knapp is going to make a. He's going to have a long career, I think, mm-hmm. as a backup catcher in this yep. league. Yeah. Uh, or a you know short term starter as he is now when your frontline catcher like JT Romuto gets hurt because uh, the the biggest thing is ever they like, over the past couple of years everyone keeps saying that the pitchers love pitching to him mm-hmm. he's a good receiver so uh, <laughs> is what I've been told uh, I gotta go I gotta go outside uh, outside but yeah it was nice seeing them win an actual three to one game so. Uh, which leads us into Game Four of the Jays series. Uh, you know, taking three or four from the Jays because they were they were in a race. They're in the race for yeah, they are the, in the playoffs race. as well. Yeah, what are uh, they in the right American now? League? So they are uh, to take three or four from them. That's that's really good. Uh, they're a they have good, better record than us. Yeah, right they have now. better record than us. Then. No, no, it's the same record. Sorry. Oh, JK. They're, 20, still, 27, 26. Regardless, you know, before the season began, they had a better record than nope. us. And Mickey is in. There we go. There's Mickey. I thought they sent him down. Yeah, that was a quick trip. Yeah, yeah, he wow, he got here quick from Lehigh. Um, but Adonis Medina, uh, he first 
the major league debut, mm -hmm. um, a starting pitcher in the Phillies organization, a uh, young guy. Um, Brandon, Hap, you were able I, to watch him, right? Yeah, yeah I, I, watched, I was not able to. So he he, he walked his first batter ever uh, in the majors, which isn't, isn't great, but. He he had a, a not so good first inning, but he kind of settled down like late, like as the game went on. Right. He went four four innings, which I mean, Sp Spencer Howard, I think he only went four innings or less in his first start. So in multiple starts. Yeah. So I mean, to the fact that he made it four innings, um, only three hits, two earned runs. So that's actually I think that's actually pretty good for like a first start from this guy. It, I I, yeah. I liked him. I liked the way he pitched. I think he was just shaking the cobwebs off and and getting the the yips out of there. So well, he's gonna he's gonna have to be someone in the future for the next couple of years. Where Phillies, if he's not, you know, there's gonna be injuries in a 162 game season. So you're yeah. Philly, like you need starting pitching depth. Like yeah, like when you go into a season, it's not okay to have five starting pitchers. Like yeah, you have five starting pitchers going, but you need a sixth, a seventh, an eighth. You know, you need three people at Lehigh Valley, Lehigh yeah. Valley, or you need a guy out of the pen who can hop into the starting rotation right away when there's a guy who goes down. Like it's like so, Donis Medina is going to play a huge part for the Phillies. Hopefully, he improves uh, next year in the minors. Where who knows, maybe he can stick in the starting rotation in the future. But how old is uh, this kid? I think he's only twenty three or twenty four, so he's young. He's yeah. a, he's a young kid, so. Mm -hmm. um, He's like a, uh, most play, most most uh, minor league websites. I guess you could say. I can't think of ba like Baseball Reference and stuff like that. Bleacher Report. They have him rated as a top ten prospect in the Phillies organization. So uh, definitely going to be an important guy to look forward to in the future. I hope he's most likely going to get another start. If I had to guess this season, uh, most one more start before the end of the season. So uh, hopefully I'll be able to watch the game because you know kind of sucks that I got the, that that I missed it, but. Uh, what I heard, like you said, yeah, he's just he struggled with command a little bit. You could tell he was nervous. Yeah. Like he balked in the first run or something like that, right? Uh, That's what some, I yes, heard. Yes, yeah. he did. And it, so, it barely nervous. looked like a balk too. So I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess like that's what um, that's what the umpires yep. are for in that respect. But but yeah, I mean, only two earned runs, and it was only in that first inning. Right. So he he did very well, and then the yeah, bullpen came in. And then bullpen came in, and Heath Emery, uh, what a shock. He gave a four and run, so yeah. reason why we lost the game. Bryce Harper left the game early. Uh, he pulled himself out of the game with lower back uh, tightness, uh, which thankfully he's not missing a game. He's playing tonight against the Nationals, um, you know, but he is DH, and he's not playing in the field, so I could probably see, we'll probably see him DH for the next few games, unless JT Romuto comes back. But JT's going to be, if JT does come back, it's going to be DHing. I mean, and not to forget about it. God, so many injuries. Uh, you got Reese Hoskin. He's still out. It, it, did, which, they say, did they say he was going to get Tommy John? They haven't, they haven't um, said anything about Tommy John or anything like that uh, right now. But uh, so far, as far as I know, he's on track to be back with four games left in the season, I think it is. Um, that's when his... Ten days would be up, so we'll have to see. Oh, so like maybe tomorrow? Or I think Wednesday? we'll find out. We'll either find out more information <laughs> after tonight's game, or we'll find out over the yeah, over the next day or two. We're gonna find out more information on uh, where sure, where Reese stands. I'm sure somebody will ask Joe, but about Reese. I mean, those are two big boppers in the lineup. Reese and uh, JT Romuto that we're missing out on. So, yeah. uh, huge difference, uh, especially going down. But going if Bohm right keeps now. playing the way he's been playing, Bohm has been amazing. Uh, he's shot himself up into the rookie of the year yeah. uh, candidate, especially say. because the lead the lead rookie of the year candidate has struggled over the past few games is hitting. Who's that, Tatis? No, it's not Tatis. Or, uh, somebody else on the Padres, I think. Uh, God, I can't think of his name right now. It's a weird name. It's a long, weird name. But he's he's been, hit, over the past 10 games, I think he's hitting 100, like 180. I'd say something along those lines. So his numbers have dropped down. So if Bone... Well, I think a lot Since of the... Bohm is now a huge part of this lineup <laughs> because everyone's injured, if yeah. Bohm somehow does well and carries this team into the playoffs over the next seven games, he's going to get rookie of the year for the NL. Yeah, I think like I think he is the rookie this year that's in those talks that has played the least amount of games. Right. right. So the fact that like 
I think I think the last like uh, power rankings for rookie of the year, he was like listed eighth out of the top ten, and I was like, how? Like he's playing yeah. so well, and he's been it, in less games than these guys. And his defense is definitely behind his offense, but his offense, yeah. he's been so clutch. I think he has the most RBIs out of mm-hmm. all off, uh, out of all offensive players four, four or rookies. Runs. Yeah, he has four home runs. He's been is great with runners in scoring position. So hopefully, yep. hopefully he keeps it up. We need him these next seven games, big time. So yes, we do. Yeah, but I mean that wraps up the five games. Uh, like you said, we had game three of the Mets series, and then we had the four against the Jays. Uh, Phillies go f- uh, three and two in that span of five games. So um, looking forward. There's only seven games left, including uh, tonight's game, which by the time you most likely listen to this pod, it will be over. Um, four against the Nationals tomorrow on Tuesday is a doubleheader. And then you've got a day off in between the National Series and the last series of the season against the Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah. Which Tampa Bay Rays are one of the best teams in baseball, but by that time they're most likely going to have their position locked up. So well, hopefully they rest. They already clinched. So. Yeah, but you know, still they're going to look for standings-wise, I'm sure. Uh, but hopefully by that time uh, they'll be resting some players, and the Phillies are going to any seven games because of that day off. Zach Wheeler, this is his first. Zach Wheeler and Aaron Ola are going to have one two starts. Start. Yeah, Zach, what Zach well, has Zach is tonight have one more. and one more. Aaron Ola is going to have two more starts, yeah. uh, basically Which to finish he, this season. I think Aaron's playing the first game tomorrow. Yeah, and then the second game is going to be a bullpen game. Most likely, yep. Yeah, so... Uh, Hopefully we can be, have a similar bullpen game to yeah. the last one. So, like, with these four out of seven games being pitched by Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola, they need to win three of those four. And then they need to win... In my opinion, I think they need to win five games. I think they need to win five of seven. It'd be great if they could sweep because, the Nationals and get at least one yep, cause you're in looking, the race series. You're looking, uh, standings-wise, uh, just in our division, we're in third place in the division, we're one game behind the Miami Marlins and four games behind the Braves. Obviously, don't even look about the first place Braves. It's all about getting ahead of the Marlins at this point, so root for the Marlins to lose. But uh, wild card spot, you're looking at teams like, you know, uh, the St. Louis Cardinals, uh, the Cincinnati Reds, the Milwaukee Brewers, the stupid Gabe Kapler San Francisco Giants, which pisses me off so much. Can you imagine imagine – if, if the Phillies, if, no, if the Phillies miss the playoffs and Gabe Kapler, San Francisco Giants, who are supposed to be the worst team in baseball, right next to the Pirates, make it to the playoffs over the Phillies, it would make Matt Klintak better be out that door the second the season would, is over. It would make the Phillies look really bad, but I mean the bullpen's the same as it was last year, right? No, they're Pretty worse. Much. No, they're worse. Well, what we started with, I mean. Because we really didn't make any bullpen moves. We signed Zach Wheeler, but we really didn't make any What we started moves. with, yeah. I mean, there was trades and stuff. But, like, just regardless, I mean, come on. Like, that would be horrendous. So, But it it, it's, it's it basically Saint, uh, the wild card spot with Miami, Philly, um, St. Louis, Cincinnati, Milwaukee, and the San Francisco Giants. It's basically like a game and game and a half that's separating all of them from those bottom mm-hmm. two wild card spots. So, uh, these seven games are going to be huge. Phillies. Yeah are currently in the playoffs, but if they lose tonight and some of these other teams wins, I think they're going to be on the outside looking in. So Phillies currently control their own destiny. Um, like I said, I think they're going to need to do that 5 of 7. Yep. Um, you really don't want to be the last team in, though, because you're going to be playing the Dodgers. Yeah, yeah, that, and, and that is a team I'm scared of. Well, no, you won't play the – sorry, Dodgers are going to well, have right the first-round bye. Right now I we're believe. playing the Cubs. I believe if the, the season ended right now, we'd right. be playing the Cubs. Which I'm not terrified of. No, the Cubs. I'm not either. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, terrified. they are a good team. Their pitching's great. They've been but good their for the offense, last decade. Their offense have not has not been that good. So, well, yeah, I mean, you said with Chris Bryant hitting what 140 or something. He was hitting, not hitting well. I don't know how it, that was. You know, a couple weeks ago, but at least, but yeah. yeah so uh, yeah. definitely seven games. Like I said, seven games left. Huge seven games left that we're including tonight's podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phillies, in my opinion, I think they need to go five and seven, at, at four at the minimum. I can't, I don't think they. I don't three. Win, I don't think three out of seven gets. Careful, them in. Alex. We said that about the Marlins series, and they ended oh, up. Oh, I know. Two of those. Yeah, basically, think about this as the Marlins series all over again. Yeah. So, so Brett, Bryce, we need you to say. Sadly, we need to win five of seven right now. Yeah, say it. I know right you're. Now. I know right you're now. DHing right now, but just just say it like under your breath, please. Yeah. So yeah, it's gonna it's. Uh, Hopefully we don't see the offseason early. Um, 
love to see some playoffs, regardless of it not being fans, regardless of it not being played at Citizens Bank Park. But because I mean, one like that first series, like you know, because Phillies are going to be a wild card spot. That first series is only a three game series, mm-hmm. so if they're able to throw Aaron Nola and Zach Wheeler yeah. out in two of those three games, I mean, I think Bryce Harper said he tr- he like he you, that's, he, he would take Wheeler and Nola over anybody. Yeah, I mean, there that's a good one-two matchup. No one's going to want to face that. So, yeah. I mean, that one-two matchup basically, you know, that against the Cubs with say you Darvish and John Lester, I mean, they have the experience in the playoffs for sure over the uh, Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola, but uh, Aaron Nola and Zach Wheeler, they're good. You know, they're not to be messed with. Mm-hmm. So, and hopefully Wheeler's finger continues to get better and hopefully yep. he can start throwing some of his off-speed pitches Well, I think better. I just saw Bryce Harper say we need to win 5-7 of seven as he's going up to bat. Yeah, he just whispered it. Yeah, he just said that. Yeah, so. it's actually, yeah, just saw it on the closed caption. So it's going to happen. Yeah, going to happen. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so, I mean, like you said, uh, including it tonight, on Monday night, there's four games left in the National Series, three games left in the Rays Series. Um, and yeah. that's it. That's a that's wrap. It. And we'll be recording again Thursday Thurs- night. On the off day. Yep, Thursday night on the off day. So the National Series will be over by then, and we'll have a much better picture if we are going to be in or out or going to be sitting on the edge of our seat, I'm sure. We might be in the dark for yeah. the next podcast. Yeah, there's a good chance we're going to be in the dark. I mean, we don't see any Max Scherzer or Patrick Corbin in the national series. So, yeah. uh, but so, if we so far, so far, series, not good. We're not scoring jack shit at the moment. It's only the, the top of the fourth, no outs. So we need, you know what we need? A bada bing, bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. And we need more beer. And we need more beer. So, uh, I was drinking tonight, Kate May Brewing Company, Kate <laughs> May White. It's a Belgian style wheat, wheat ale brewed with coriander. And orange peel. Uh, I am not done with this one, so I will not smash it against my arm. It's actually really good. It is very good. I was surprised. And the can, I like the can. I love the, the shark jaws, so. So with that, uh, wow, keep hunting. Keep hunting. <laughs>